to the Property Elite audio blog. This week, we're looking at the APC Lifeline, all about your final assessment submission. Property Elite's sole aim is to build better property professionals, supporting your career every step of the way. Whether you're completing an RICS accredited degree course, your APC or simply seeking engaging CPD. Our APC Lifeline blog series aims to equip you with the information, knowledge and skills to pass your APC with flying colours. With the session two submission dates looming in August, September and October, depending on your route to qualification, this article will help you check that you're on the right path with your documentation. Future blog articles will explore the final assessment submission in further depth. For example, how to write your summary of experience or how to structure your case study. If you've got any concerns at all, just call us on 07 491 252 025 or email jen at property-elite.co.uk for your free and friendly 30-minute APC consultation. So, why is this topic relevant to me? Your final assessment submission is the first item that your assessors will see, helping them to form that vital first impression. It also provides the basis of your interview. Your assessor's questioning will concentrate upon the experience that you write about. It's definitely worth putting the effort in to provide a professional, complete and comprehensive document. It'll give you a head start on your assessment day. So when do I need to submit by? For your final assessment, Land and Property, it's between the 15th and 31st of August 2017. For Built Environment Pathways, it's the 15th to 30th of September. If you're doing a prelim review, Land and Property is the 15th to 30th of September and Built Environment the 15th to 31st of October. If you're doing the Senior Professional route, it's the 15th to the 31st of August. So. How do you submit? Newly enrolled candidates submit using ARC, the Assessment Resource Centre, set up by the RICS. There are transitional arrangements in place for existing and referred candidates using the MS Word style templates. So what does my submission need to include? There's five things. Candidate details, summary of experience, case study, CPD record and your ethics certificate. So what's the summary of experience? This tells the assessors all about your experience. Depending on your choice of competencies, you'll need to attain one of three levels. Level one, knowledge and understanding. This is all about explaining what you know through your university studies, distance learning, work experience or CPD. Level two, application of knowledge and understanding. This goes one step further and requires practical examples of how you have applied what you've learned. Level three, reasoned advice and depth of knowledge. This is the pinnacle of demonstrating competence and it requires you to have given reasoned advice or professional recommendations to clients. You should be self-sufficient with minimal supervision, i.e a safe, professional and competent pair of hands. This will require you to explain specific examples in your final assessment.
you've got one and a half thousand words for your mandatory competencies and 4,000 for technical. This is approximately 150 to 200 words per level per competency. When it comes down to it though, this isn't much, so you'll need to write succinctly and coherently. What is the case study? Moving on. 3,000 words on a project you've been involved with within the past two years. We've written a blog already about choosing the right project for you. Have a look on our website and we'll look in further depth at the case study in future audio blogs. Next, what's my CPD record? CPD is extremely important and not just for your APC. It's an essential part of being a chartered surveyor and will boost your career prospects in the long term. The RICS require you to undertake and record a minimum of 48 hours per year, of which at least 50% must be formal. This entails structured learning relevant to your specialism, generally with an assessment at the end or involving interaction with others in a formal setting. If you're undertaking your structured training concurrently with the final year of an accredited degree, then some of this study time can count towards your CPD. Always ensure you record learning outcomes in sufficiently detail within your CPD record. Remember, in the final assessment interview, you may be questioned on your CPD, so know what you've done and remember the key points. So finally, how do you get it right first time? Proofread it again and again. Make sure it's your own work. RICS have a system called Turnitin to check for plagiarism. Don't miss the deadlines. Make it neat, professional and coherent. Ensure you submit physical sub signatures from your proposer and two seconders. At least one must be FRICS and no more than two may be from your employer. We've also written top tips on a previous blog article. Again, check out the website. If you've been referred, don't panic. Again, we've written a longer blog article all about what to do and how we can help support you. So, want to know more? Contact us for your free and friendly APC consultation. Get us to check your final assessment submission before it's too late. And also, sign up for our free APC introduction webinar on Thursday the 20th of July from 5.30 to 7.30pm. All details, again, on the website. So, stay tuned for our next audio blog to help build a better you. Thanks for listening.